Lyricist Lounge out of many one. Yeah, I'm doing it alone this time. The Burden of Proof, Benny the Butcher. Um, new album came out and it's for the dope boys and for the people who believe in like traditional raps, traditional hustler raps. I don't know why that became like the thing in rap music, like to be the hustler. If you're from New York and you've sold even an ounce of weed, honestly, you've got, there's, there's a small little niche market that just goes nuts for that kind of music. And that's what we're covering today. We're going to cover the dope boys from New York. Uh, so I like Benny the Butcher. I like Benny the Butcher a lot, which is wild. And I feel bad saying it because the dude, I mean, he's, he's just selling you drugs. He's selling you drugs. He's a hustler, et cetera, et cetera. But man, I'm not going to lie. It sounds so good. So he comes out of Buffalo, New York, which by the way, uh, just Google Buffalo, New York, and then like take a look around. I mean, it, it don't look very extravagant. So just imagine if you come from the bottom of Buffalo, you come from the bottom of Buffalo. I mean, it's a, it's a one way in one way out situation for a lot of people. So, Hey, I'm not here making excuses. I mean, I don't think anybody should be selling drugs. I don't recommend doing that, but I'm also intrigued, guilty, me guilty. Uh, I don't doubt that the guy's a drug dealer, by the way, a lot of times that like that comes into question. Well, I mean, he served time, so he already, he really got the check mark there. Uh, so this is like, this is like the grimiest version of reasonable doubt. And it's interesting because like, he's like connected with Jay-Z. It's really interesting because like he, like reasonable doubt was like Jay-Z's like, like it was his like, I don't know. He considers it like a masterpiece, not me. Uh, I mean, I don't even think that it was, it wasn't that witty. The lyrical gymnastics he was doing back then was, it was impressive for the time. Overall, not overly impressive though, but it was like dope music. Um, the songs were cool. I like the songs, but overall to say like, that was like one of his best works, honestly, nah, but it like all the hustlers, the guys, I don't know why people like to like listen to certain music while they do things. But apparently if you sell drugs, you want to listen to guys talk about selling drugs, which is really redundant if you think about it. But I mean, I don't know. So yeah, Reasonable Doubt and just the name on like on the justice system, Reasonable Doubt. And then Burden of Proof. That's another thing that they say in court a lot. Um, you, are, you have to uh, recognize the Burden of Proof as a prosecutor. Uh, so he's been prosecuted, Burden of Proof reasonable doubt you see the connection um the opening song also has um a little a skit at the end with uh the guy who would always do the little the mob um skits for jay-z with the okay i'm reloaded which by the way man god damn it we gotta let scarface go that movie was whack bro like i don't know why that's the one carlito's way way better Way, way better. I don't know why we keep doing this. Scarface is a terrible movie, bro. Let it go. Let it go. Somehow it became like the thing. It's it's trash. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of similarities here. So like this is like the Buffalo. I'm gonna call this the Buffalo version of Reasonable Doubt, is what it felt like. Um, so the opening song you you hear uh the track is actually called Burden of Proof and Hit Boy Man with the beat my god 
Ugh. What a beat. Uh like a crazy guitar sample. Um the just the bass line is just tough. And um and Benny has this crazy has a scheme at the end uh that kind of tells you like what I'm talking about. Like this like when I talk about came from the bottom, he he's the first line is I was young in my prison phases. First off, who the hell says they were on a has a prison phase? You don't have a prison phase. Of, like, that's not a thing. You just happen to be in prison. But he's like, oh, yeah, I just had my prison phases. I was young in my prison phases. How you know you're really gangster? Jail cells while, while I learned decision making. 50 grand in the refrigerator. Living room. Killers waiting. Plastic on the floor like we renovating. That's not for kids, so you got to excuse it. Y'all don't spend enough on guns, but a lot with the jeweler. I spent a bunch on guns and a lot with the jeweler. Then bought a crib for my chick and gave a block to the shooters. Who you know tote glocks and sold rocks to abusers. The dead record-breaking numbers broke locks for the movement. That was me with no pops. My coke spots was exclusive. Walk around with this froze watch because no ops want to do it. That's hard. Just That's just hard. A hard scheme in general. Like you get like that summarizes his whole album. He gonna brag to you about what he did, like how he did it differently as a as a dope dealer. That's gonna happen. He talks about how he's not scared and he's truly gangster. That's gonna happen a lot on the album. Uh, he also talks about not having his pops and still like being successful. He he owns that that like that made things harder for him. Uh, yeah, and it's not for kids, so you gotta excuse it. We're going to get into some more of the, the double standards and like, come on, bro. Like at a certain point, you got to progress. But I'm going to be honest. I I mean, I like the album overall. And what a what an open. What an open is all I can say. Whew. So you get, you, you immediately hear Hit Boy and then you realize that you've got a song with Rick Ross on it. And uh, the uh, this is like the classy dope boy boy music uh man there's not like a lot of like overly clever stuff but i mean like they still got some stuff in here like uh benny oh benny has his opening scheme where he says jumped in the game feet first and i paid for my actions hospital stays laid up related to asthma and all i knew was chase paper in a dangerous fashion and it's like oh like that's actually clever because like he's saying like he paid for his actions jumped in the game feet first and he's like he was in over his head and he's saying hospital stays laid up related to asthma punchline. And all I knew was chase paper, like because you're running around chasing the paper. So interesting. Um, he, he gets into like the hospital stuff a little like he alludes to it throughout the album. But like that was a high scheme. Um, and then he just like talks about winning. And then um, honestly, Rick Ross, bro. The, I mean, the verse was actually kind of interesting, especially as you get towards the bot, like the bottom half of it. But he opens with uh, "It's the biggest," and then he hits you with uh, "Niggas' desire to fit in." I was invited. Pistol whipped a few niggas. He got indicted. When you face a few years, it's time to fight it. I shoot the prosecutor right back. Johnny Unitas. I don't know what that means, but man, it sounds it sounded awesome as it was happening. Like I, Johnny Unitas was a quarterback. I shoot the prosecutor right back. Johnny Unitas. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but later on, he has like some, like he has like, like he's like dropping, dropping gems for whoever doesn't know the obvious stuff. Ride for your brother, teach your sons the ropes. You never wanted back a blessing. 
a blessing get the most. That Rolex on your wrist, don't let it cost your soul. I mean, I feel like these are no-brainer things, but it does sound cool. Um, I also like when he said went from Ford to Ferrari looking look at the parking lot. Uh, that was just a hotline. Um, but overall, Hit Boy, again, the beats are, like, these beats are crazy. Uh, and then, like, it's damn near a layup for the rappers to, like, show up and, like, do their thing. So then we got, oof, uh, Sly Green. Sly Green is, I imagine, this song is like, with every battle rapper out in New York, this is like the song they want to make. Uh, like, they come in, they don't really, like, you just like rap, you just rap. You put together your four to six bar schemes in your verses to like, get like your hottest lines. Like, you just like, unload them. The hook is i mean he's literally saying it's blood on my, it's blood on the money blood on my head it's blood on the money blood like that's it that, like that's he says it three times and then the next verse which like he can get away with it because he only does two verses on it um but like there's something to it he's got something because man it's like it's hard this is actually in my this is instantly in my workout playlist because man the beat is hard and then like his energy when he comes in like he comes in super hard with some some ugly bars. Uh, he says, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian Dior shirt rocker, two Glock wearer. Only rapper that would have thrived in the Tupac era. I'm talking 98 drug money, shoebox era. I proved my point once. Every take, the proof got clearer. Y'all niggas make threats. We pay killers and take bets. Fuck with us and end up bad like a dope, like dope that you can't stretch. And I was like, oh, ugh. like it's just ugly. Uh, I mean, obviously. This is like a guilty pleasure when you're hearing this, but like the New York, the New York kids are calling this man a, a, a legend when they hear it. Like they love everything about it. This is like Charlie Clips in Battle Rap or like Sue Surf when he's not, like when he's putting together like hard schemes. Like this is this is that kind of rap. Like Murder Mook when Murder Mook is in his bag, um, and then he's got another. He has he has some more crazy lines where he's uh, mob ties. I prick your finger before I connect you. I know some niggas that would rather kill you before they respect you. Ugh. Uh, I'm on point when my enemy's not. I shoot with nobody around me like a penalty shot. Yikes. What a line, bro. That was like, the, that's the line of the song. That, like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, all right, yeah. It's going in the workout playlist. I'm definitely going super hard when I hear that part. Um, and then he also has the this last game. I broke bread in the middle of war. Y'all took breaks. For a bid and a couple shootouts, I look great. I ain't with the rap beef. It's F's on my rap sheet. At 18, I had the trap bumping like acne. Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, Sly Green. Sly Green is the best and the worst of Benny the Butcher. Because, like, this is, like, what he does the best of. Just, like, gets on a verse and just raps and throws you some, some like, hot mean bars. But at the same time, like, this is, like, a very low-level standard of music like actual like replayability music like go back and listen to this over and over i mean the hook there's not much to sing along with with it to this and then unless you're just like a degenerate that's like bagging coke and likes to hear about bagging coke i'm not really sure why you would keep listening to this over and over again it would be like if a chef who was cooking was playing um gordon ramsay in the background making the exact same dish, even though he already knew how to make it. It's very strange if you think about it. 
Then we got One Way Flight, which features Freddie Gibbs, which immediately makes perfect sense because, I mean, you want to talk about Doughboy Extraordinaire, like he's been on a run in this like niche market of Coke rap for a long time now. And oddly, he seems to be getting better at it. But um, like the and it's interesting because the beat always makes the song for me. Like the sample is so key in this kind of music. Um, but Freddie does give you an interesting hook because uh, it actually does like lay the groundwork for the actual song. He says, phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my, my baby made it back. Fuck with them hoes. I know she hated that, but you gonna cry in that Toyota or this Maybach? And I was like, oh, hang on a second. Wait, wait a second. I like when you talk to the ladies like that, because uh, that's interesting. You gonna talk? You like? She, he's basically saying his girl gonna deal with it, cause like he's making big money. Um, so then, like, go to second verse. Benny the Butcher comes in with the. Uh, he's talking about. He's talking about the life with with girls. This for hustlers with straight cash, not bitches with fake bags. For hoes who fall in love with trappers and break bags. She texts my homie, but I'm fucking hers. She fake mad. And, like, that was real interesting. Uh, and then he finishes the verse and, like, it's, like, got some more stuff in it. But it's real interesting because then you get the Freddie Gibbs hook again. Phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. Fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. But you gonna cry in that Toyota or this Maybach. Uh, then he has this interlude where he says, waist snatched, roly, she fake mad. And I'm like, man, like that, like, what are they playing on? Uh, so all of that's going on in the song. And then he says, um, what Freddie Gibbs says, uh, baby daddy bought her that fake roly, she fake mad. So they keep playing on like these girls that are like not being authentic throughout the song. Uh, which is interesting. Also, Freddie Gibbs got this crazy opening bar where he said, I said, fuck it. Was it going to do a verse? By some ugly white girl, when I whipped it, it's Miss Universe. And I thought that was hot. Uh, yeah. And then he, like, skipped, like fast forward another line. He says, I control my bitches only fans. I got that computer work. All heat. All heat. And then something happens. He has this song, Famous that comes in uh and it's um that like again the energy's high and he comes in like the beat the beat energy is high and then he comes in rapping aggressive but like something's happening because like this song is like mad interesting so he finishes the first verse where he says i remember doing stick-ups for less than a hundred dollars now we don't get dressed for less than a hundred thousand and i never think i'd make it out the hood and I don't feel how I thought it would because I don't feel famous. And that's interesting because like now we're getting something that's like that's not necessarily stereotypical because he's saying like he's made it like he's got big money. Like that's really I mean, hell, he says he remembers doing stickers for a hundred dollars. Now he don't get dressed for less than a hundred thousand. I hope I mean, I'm assuming he's exaggerating, but like still that's interesting because he's saying he still don't he doesn't feel how he thought it would. Um, and he's saying he got three rollies, two cribs, six figures, and I still don't feel famous. Um, interesting, interesting verse that he had overall as well, because I mean, he's like, I mean, he's just rapping real, really hard over it, but he's like leading to a perspective. 
And then I'm thinking to myself, like, Dollar, hang on a second. Like, do you have more in you than just, like, the stereotypical Coke rap? Are we about to get more of uh, growth from Benny the Butcher? Is that about to happen? But then the song uh, just kind of trails off in more Coke raps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like, a couple interesting bars, uh, but not, not any more growth. And like making me think like, hey, hang on a second, I'm getting something new. Um, so that doesn't happen for the rest of the song. But enough to where I like my ears perked up for a second. Um, he did have uh, one one scheme uh, at the beginning of the second verse where he says, what's fame to a nigga like me? You got to think because I'm from the cocaine era. We extinct. I curve a bougie bitch, but I put a project bitch in a mink. She loves street niggas. So, she, so we going to fuck the first day that we link. And I was like, oh, OK, well, I mean. Gangster love, I guess. Uh, it was a high scheme. I don't get it, but it was a high scheme. Like, I don't relate, but it all makes sense. Um, oh, he did, you know what he did? He had one more thing where he said, like, and I think, like, the street people, like, these guys, that like, coke rappers, they like this kind of talk. Uh, he says, broke your dreams on the street corner. I stayed down, so I'm going to probably peak on them before it reach autumn. And I think he's saying, like, he like kept grinding, so he's gonna like he's gonna make his money faster. Uh, it sounded good. Take it for what it's worth, yo. But then timeless happens, and I can't stress to you that Hit Boy is like around this point. I'm just like, yo, honestly, Hit Boy may just—I mean, he's like the beat maker of the year right now. This beat is crazy. Energy is crazy. Big Sean and Wayne on the song. Uh, and Benny comes in hard, like, off the top. Um, so this track, oof, man. Uh, I put this in my Art of Rap playlist because, man, like, they are in their bag. Uh, so Benny has, like, this scheme where he says, don't judge my life now, nigga, because I've been mad stressed, mad stressed on tour with the locks and had a project address before this rap shit. All my direct assets came from high-risk hazards. You know, Pyrex glasses. A long way from the Prezi, from the Timex Classic. And I was like, whoa. Uh, just the first two bars. Don't judge my life now, nigga, because I've been mad stressed. On the tour with the locks and had a project address. That was, that's dope. Just because, like, okay, so, like, let's say, like, he's, re like, let's say he doesn't really want to make, like, all this i'm gonna say is negative music but like if he's making music for like dope boys and people at the absolute bottom that feel like they got no choice this is interesting because this is very this is a very open and candid moment to say like i was on tour like so you may think like people got are making big money but like he was on tour with the locks and he was still like living in the projects that's interesting um by the way it's interesting that he threw that in because like this this song or this beat and the way they're attacking it, you would think like it's gonna be all flash. So in that moment to be like when you're assuming all flash is coming, and then get that, hey, we need more of that, Benny. We need more. So then uh, he hits. You. Benny actually does the hook, which is again surprising because I don't think he really carries hooks very well overall. But I mean, he does like his he does like a standard job of it. But on this beat with this energy. It all works. He said, what's, what's a king to a god, nigga? I'm going to live forever. Feet on the ground, a hundred in the ceiling. I'm the last of a dying breed. 
you won't last in these streets long if you're only hustle drug dealing. So like that was interesting introspectiveness right there because he's saying like he's what's a king to a god and he's he gonna live forever. You won't last forever. You won't last long if your only hustles drug dealing. Like that's game. Like he's putting people on game there. Uh, but then he's saying like I'm gonna live forever because like he's doing this thing and he's like on a hell of a run and et cetera, et cetera. But then, then we get like it's a perfect alley oop for Wayne. And if y'all haven't been paying attention in the last two or three months, Wayne has been on a run that is unbelievable. The whole I'm gonna give you the whole verse. Sure, I'm gonna mess it up, but just you got like when you hear it, you gonna be like, man, I gotta run it back, and he gonna run it back again, and then maybe one more time. It's wild what he's saying. Um, he said, "I do this for my young, more precious than the moon is to the sun. I got more weapons than I'll ever need. I shoot you with each one. Talking cocaine out of Medellin, my hoe straight out the magazine. You drowning in the fire while I'm snorkeling in the gasoline. Steady diet of heavy drugs, roll a cush up like Pirelli tires on Chevy trucks." But still a good year. They got every eye on each one of us. Well, nigga, look here. I come catch your ass on career day and in your career. I got pistols I just cleaned. I've been trying to get dirty with you. I got niggas on my team. They ain't trying to swap jerseys with you. I pop in that 30 hit you. Them shots from the 30 whistle. Watching movies with a bitch that wouldn't watch a commercial with you. I'm higher than everyone but almighty. I treat that white girl like a wifey. Treat her like Aphrodite. Let the goddess satisfy me while I'm rolling a tidy. I chop the hands off up. I chop the hands off the clock. That means I'm timeless. Don't time me. I'm forever. What? What? Yo, man. Super hard. Uh, the scheme of the uh, you drowning in the fire while I'm snorkeling in the gasoline. Steady drug, steady diet of heavy drugs. Roll the cush up. Like, <laughs> I mean. It's a you could say it's a cry for help on some level, but my God, the way he laced it, the degenerate lace that he put on the verse, man, uh, is bananas. So yeah, Wayne showed up and did his thing. He probably should have been the last verse, um, because then we get Big Sean. But Big Sean still did good. It's just, I mean, when you heard whoever like put these verses in order, someone should have been like, honestly, we got to let Wayne. We got to let Wayne finish the track out at this point. But then we get Big Sean after that. And so since I just gave you all the whole verse of Wayne, I'm not about to do that for Big Sean. But Big Sean still did his thing. Uh, his most interesting scheme was was the opening bar. I do this for the ones that's barely surviving. Watching me living through me. So I got to stay thriving. This shit is a privilege. Not, this shit is a privilege. And I promise. Dead honest. Because I can't let shit live on my conscience. That was... Uh, like, he's good at being real introspective. Um, so, yeah, Sean did that. He also uh, said, signed a slave deal, now now a nigga up owning, owning his masters. Uh, I thought I think that's interesting because, like, uh, there's been rumors that uh, Kanye got him real bad on the, on the deal or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Also, I don't like when people say that you signed a slave deal, especially in 2020, knowing what we know about music. Anybody who signed that deal, is, first off, it's not slavery. Stop insulting slaves. You're nothing like a slave. Literally nothing. Use some other form of hyperbole because I think if someone chose to use that exact same uh, uh, comparison and they were white, you wouldn't be okay with it. Also, if you just saw them 
use that outside of the the realm of music i think you would immediately be like but like why you have to bring slaves into it uh you're insulting literally every single slave when you do that but i mean big sean's not the first person he ain't the last person there's millions of artists who literally say this dumbest thing ever um but overall interesting verse uh the song no 10 out of 10 probably the best song on the album to be honest good workout song good art of rap music song as well uh and so then we get new streets and again it's it's like a complete turn on energy but again we find growth from benny like uh so in the first verse he says uh it's gonna be hard to convince kids but honestly losses taught me more than my wins did it's complicated i can't see it work hard to just break even we traded that for them great beaches in St. Regis. Trust me, there's two sides. One glamorous, other scandalous. These symptoms of abandonment, we suffer damages. I was you, not comprehending or understanding it. Losses turn into pain, then they become advantages. That's like simple, very simple in concept of the like the actual bars. It's like kids, wins, did, break even. Like he's using simple words to finish the the bars, but to articulate what he just articulated was hard. Um, that's a man. What a like that's a good as hell verse. Um, also, it's just like one literally one verse, and then like the sample is doing a lot for the song. Um, and then he just like kind of talks at the end. He says, uh, "Sometimes you gotta lose something to gain something." There's two sides to it. Uh, for every person that you see out here winning, it's a hundred people in the trenches. Don't forget about that. So like he's like that's and that's really big. Uh, I think that's big for everybody. Like if you actually have that concept of like yeah, like sure this rapper's doing good, but like everyone else not doing is not doing good. Um, so I think that's mad interesting. Um, it also kind of works in the understanding the crabs, uh, crabs in a barrel mentality, but. It is what it is. As far as this song giving people game, it's got it. Growth. We got growth from Benny. So uh, then we get over the limit. Again, Hit Boy, my God. Like, I genuinely can't say it enough. These beats are like bananas. Um, But over the limit is interesting because, like, you find out more about Benny's story if you didn't already know. Um... But before you get that, just, bro, this open, the opening scheme. I do this religiously, and I don't trust fools in this industry. Mad that I came through on a winning streak. That's me blasting through your car's auxiliary. They want a John Lennon me or maybe John Kennedy. Since I've been on, I feel my adrenaline going. It take me back to the corners I solicited on. You know the ratio when you from the hood, the only place we know. Only three out of ten of us going to make it, though. And I was like, oof jesus hard and then dom kennedy comes in on the hook bro dom kennedy gave a gave a good hook to um big sean on big sean's album and i started to think that like when you want like the winning the song where you're talking about like finally winning or something like you definitely need dom kennedy on i'm not even a dom kennedy fan but dom kennedy needs to be on your hook at least uh he may need to be part of a group because I don't want to listen to Dumb Kennedy rap. 
in all honesty, a lot. But like you put him on the group and let him hit the hooks, man, you feel like like it. The the songs feels magical overall. Uh, but then, uh, Benny in the second verse says, "Around 2010, trap got raided by the sheriffs. Came home in 2012, tending to my marriage. Violated back in 13, broken, embarrassed. 2014, I met a plug off of merit. Um, so in 2010, so he's saying like he got arrested in 2010, and then did like a two year stint." came home like tending to his marriage he also talks about his marriage a lot and i'm not sure if he like divorced a woman then like but i assume he's uh not married now or he's acting up for sure because i mean we talk he talks a lot about the about different girls or whatever uh but then he says like violated back in 13 broken embarrassed i'm thinking that he uh i'm assuming that was like a parole situation um and then he says in 2014 met a plug off of marriage but I don't know if like that's him saying like he meant a plug off like, but like a pl- not a drug plug, but like hip hop. I don't know. Um, let's go with the drugs, probably. But then he finishes with something that's interesting. Um, took my best shot every time I connect. Stop by my driveway, look like a highway rest stop. Uh, you ever been getting money then stopped because the pressure of getting knocked conflicted with hip hop, and that takes you to that point where he talked about the locks or whatever being like still selling drugs having the uh project address while he was on tour so uh like he's he started having to figure out which way he wanted to go like is he gonna be like trying to do this drug thing or are you gonna actually try and make something make a smart move happen and go the music route trade it all comes in right after that reflective benny where he's like looking back on everything and he's like this beat takes you like in a place where you just like easily reflect um and again at a certain point i had to stop selling them short and i'm saying like benny can do hooks because this hook is good uh he says i trade it all get a cash back the jewels and the cars if it make you feel that i'm different from y'all come get the paintings off the wall my girl bends plus the one in the garage because to me that material shit small when they come when it come out at my dogs before we learned to run we had to crawl my day one's right here standing tall so you can have it all if it mean I get my brother back tomorrow, shit, because all I got left is the scars, I still would trade it all. And I'm like, bro, that, like, that's a big hook. Like, a big hook. And I'm like, man, again, we got growth. Uh, so the second verse, he also says something. He says, for, my, for the niggas in my position, take care of your daughters. No matter what they choose to do, they aware what you taught them. My kids took my advice because I'm fair as a father. My next deal, I need an office and shares of the market. And uh, that's just, that. I'm going to say that's like my favorite part of the song, just like to see him like reflecting on like some big stuff that's not, honestly, to see him step out of like drugs and talk about something bigger and something new. Uh, so that was dope overall. But you tie that in with the hook and like it, it shows that he's like thinking about making better moves overall. Um but this song, this is a good song overall. Thank God I made it. Oof. This is a soulful, soulful as hell song. Um, and like you clearly re- start to realize like, okay, like this is more grown than what I, if you've been keeping up with Benny the Butcher, this is more grown than I've seen him. Um, so this, like he's, he comes, he's like, uh, they got this like, like they got this hook by this girl. Put your hands together for the work of the Most High. I put my hands together and I pray all night. 
because the struggle is real, but the hustle is too. I'm flipping my dreams till they all come true. I thank God I made it. Thank God I made it. And you can make it too. Uh, that, oof, like, that's a dope hook. But the first verse he comes out and he says, I was raised by a woman. So shout out to single mothers who had to teach their teenage boys to use rubbers. Getting calls, ho- getting calls home from school, then wondering why she bugging. Because that's just more stress to add on top of struggling. A few things I want to show you because I feel like I owe you. You made me the man I am today. I never told you. Dress me in hand-me-downs because you couldn't afford polo. Uh, so that all is hard. And then he um, he has his verse where he says, had to protect my family so we played with guns. I can't respect I can't respect the man who don't raise his son then blame the white man on what they become. Whoa. That is one of the, like, man, accountability on a major level super hard and reflective people gonna breeze past that but nah, that's a that's a big line in rap music just because like i feel like a lot of times we don't get that kind of those levels of look to end the cycle you got to be willing to blame like put blame where blame deserves to be so uh like when you look at it and you say and he says had to protect my family so we played with guns and you're like okay what's going on here but then he says I can't respect the man who don't raise his son then blame the white man on what they become. That is big. And people ain't gonna pay a lot of attention to it. But bro, this song, this is... I was happy to hear Benny the Butcher in, in this mode of operation of, with his music. Song is super dope. People will not... Like, they will breeze by it, but this is a big song. So then the, the second, but in the second verse, even more of pushing the envelope, he says, this is what happens when you take the path that they force you to take. Like, of course, you're going to break and leave no remorse on your face because somebody just got life in the courtroom today. When I walk, my chains make the sound my fork used to make. And that visual and to hear it in your mind and like, like to say like this dude was like not, there wasn't food on the table. Whew. Uh, and so then he goes on and you start realizing like he's, he's actually like, he's getting somewhere with this. It remind me daily. All, uh, all that saying is you got to pay me, uh, that kind, that kind of crazy find That's kind of crazy. Find a new hustle. That's not the eighties. That ain't gangster. How y'all rocking y'all dropping babies. And I think he's saying like everything that they're doing now, like they're just hurting the, like they're just leaving their kids behind. Like you're making mistakes. You're going to like, so if you die doing some gangster stuff, like you just leaving your kid behind. Um, so I, on some level, I'm just like, whoa, when it like, maybe like halfway through the album, like it just hit me. I was like, yo, like, honestly, I think Benny was really in his bag overall is what I'm really starting to get to here. Now, maybe part of that is also the production carrying him. But look, I'm not mad. However you do it, the album is coming up really well at this point uh because we're late in the game on the album and i'm like i'm impressed uh so then we get war paint which is a complete regression of what was like the momentum we were on also it's griselda all together um conway the machine and west side gun along with benny the butcher by the way if if you're looking at my like how i deal with them benny the butcher i'm a i'm a fan of benny the butcher i admit that conway the machine on the right song 
he can do he can do some right things. Westside Gun, I cannot deal with on any level, and he did the hook. So as soon as Benny the Butcher's verse is over, I am out of there on that song. I don't uh I don't know why this song honestly came in at this point. I would have put that like maybe in the beginning of the album or something, but like he was on a run. This slowed the momentum down. With that said, Benny the Butcher's verse ain't bad. But then Westside Gun comes in and I'm like, bro, get me out of here. Uh, but then we get so then we finish with like final song, uh, which is a complete turn, of course, again, right back to where we needed to be. Legend. Um, this song made my obsessed with success playlist. Um yeah. This this is a good way to exit an album. I, I is all I can really say. I mean, uh he came in with some heavy bars. Uh he first verse put my hood in diamonds so you know how my block did it. Gun come with the Carfax so you know who I shot with it. Yikes. <laughs> um I also this was just more so me just being curious. I learned uh he says um uh cribs not fur cribs not furnished till the garage get a drop in it <laughs> which is funny uh and i don't want nothing for free they they ain't know they ain't know me then but they check it now the best player getting drafted in the seventh round i learned the rules from the streets and wrote them lessons down i know 155 000 weigh like seven uh like seven pounds and i i mean is that real 155,000 weigh like seven pounds. Seems like it will weigh more than that, but I bet maybe I'm confused. Maybe he's talking about the actual drugs, not the cash. That's all I can think. It made my ears perk up because I was like, is that right? But the the scheme before that was actually hard. Uh, and I don't want nothing for free. They ain't know me then, but they checking now. The best player getting drafted in the seventh round because like he was counted out and now he's doing it like this. Um, and he also has some more stuff in the second verse. Uh, where are these? Uh, he, he, well, first off, he flexes about, uh, I'm a boss on my host to bougie for Olive Garden. I don't know why, but I thought that was funny. Um, but then he has this, uh, oh, all right. So he said, put a, put a block in the trunk. Soon as I got tired of talking, money don't make you solid. It just make you 10 times more of the person you are before you got it. Whoa, that's a big line, uh, and like he like the way he like laid it up too, like he like slowed his his momentum down when he's like rapping to say it. That's a big line. Uh, so, just because you got money, don't make you authentic. It also does not make you uh, a genuine person or anything else except a person with money. Um, so, yeah, he finishes really well, and. I just overall, I like listen. I'm listening to the album, and I'm like, yo, honestly, like, I've listened to all of Benny's albums, and sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't. And the production does drive a lot of that. Um, also, like, if it's too like this, it's kind of crazy. I'm saying this is not too much drug raps for me, uh, but if it gets too druggy, like too much cocaine whipping, just nonstop, 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 I get frustrated. I'm partially frustrated because I want him to be done with that. But I don't know where he, if he can if he's grown as a person if he can evolve like that. Um, so overall, where do I put this album? It is his best work that I've that I feel that he's had. Um, he's gotten better with hooks. He's carrying songs alone. Now they're short songs, but he's carrying them. He can keep going with that. 
Um, the features are crazy and the production is unbelievable. Literally unbelievable that he got this. Uh, this is like the stepchild to Reasonable Doubt. And I don't mean that as an insult, but like if everyone believes that Reasonable Doubt was classic of its time, this is not truly classic of its time, but this is really good. And as far as niche cocaine New York drug raps and a person growing out of that and broadening their range of an, being an artist, it's sure it's still like small growth, but it's growth. And if you're coming from the bottom, this is really where you this is where you start. And now the sky's the limit. Uh, the dude can rap. That's undeniable. Uh, his rap voice and like his delivery bananas. So overall, this is a, I'm going to give it a 7.8. I don't want to give it an eight just because it's real short. Like it's really short. Um, but he did some things. You know what? If war paint wasn't on here, with what's that gun? I give it an eight. We taking away, we taking away point two because at some point we got to just tell West Side Gun to hang it up, bro. Hang it up. Just be the brains of the operation, that guy. Benny the Butcher. Who? Benny the Butcher.